You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. And we're here for a morning Raw Mind Sports Show. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and I got today none other than Syracuse alum himself, Eric Demendorf. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? Appreciate you having me, Ryan, man. It's good to be on. Man, it's great to have you here, man, because um, it's it's been a while. And I know last time, you've been extremely busy since the last time we discussed some stuff. So I, yeah. I think life has been pretty fun for you, although... We had the pandemic come along, but you still found ways to like help other kids and children and stuff like that. So that being said, um, let's talk about why I'm sharing this to other viewers. You know, go ahead and like tell us like the love of basketball, man. Like where did it start? Who were you um influenced by? Your favorite players, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I mean, my dad really started me out with it. He put the ball in my hand. Mm. You know, he, he didn't play professionally or in college or anything like that, but just really loved the game. And I remember from an early age, probably, you know, seven years old, um, mm -hmm. you know, really started, you know, playing every single day. And, um, you know, as I got older, just got, kept getting better. And um, I remember my favorite player growing up was it was Michael Jordan, but my favorite player all time um, as I got older was Allen Iverson. And Oh, I, boy. Yeah, yeah. So just just like the the way he played, how hard he went, um, you know, just toughness, grit, heart. Um, that that's kind of what I, um, you know, put my game after as well. So um, yeah, I fell in love at an early age. Dad Dad introduced me to the game, um, and and you know was uh, lucky enough to come come around a lot of people that knew a lot about the game and and, and taught me a lot about the game growing up. So. Um, you know, shout out to all of them you know, for putting me where I'm at right now. Man, definitely, definitely. So, like, on, on that note, like, being AI, being the tough, the grit, you know, you had a, a great high school career. And um, I know you was in Slam Magazine. And I want to say you went to Oak Hill for a little bit. I might be wrong, but I want to make sure I got that correct. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So when <laughs> my, my senior year, I went to Oak Hill. So how was that experience, like, being – that's a legendary school when it comes to, like, prep basketball or academy basketball like you guys get to travel all across the country and stuff like it's it's on a different level than just normal high school you know you have players that are in high school that are there in the area but then you go to schools like this they bring you in you probably stay stuff like yeah. that so like tell the viewers like what's the difference between the two differences between the public school and going to an elite school like that and what's like the lifestyle of it if you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys the sales flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND. And use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount. 
to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. Yeah, so I mean, Oak Hill is you know the greatest you know high school basketball school in, in ever. You know, what I mean, Coach Smith is um, he's one of the greatest coaches, regardless of levels, high school, college, professional. He knows he knows what he's doing, and he has great players year in and year out, and he does a great job of putting it together and meshing those teams. Um, you know, it's it's a school that um, you know all the great guys in the country, the best basketball players in the country, want to go there and. Um, if you have an opportunity to go there, um, you're going to take it. And, and that's what happened to me. I remember they came to watch me in the summer when I was playing AAU. Uh, and I remember my coach telling me that, hey, you got an opportunity to go here. Um, and and th these are where, um, you know, like I said, the top, you know, high school basketball players in the nation go, you know, among other schools. But Oak Hill is, is really the first one that, um, you know, really – you know, took those guys in. You go back to Rod Strickland, Jerry Stackhouse, Ron Mercer, uh, Stephen, ja Stephen Jackson, um, you know, Josh Smith, Ray John Rondo. I mean, you, you, you can name a ton. And then you, you know, forgot to, you, you forgot the one that went, that's an alum of Syracuse. Yeah, Bello, right. And then, and then <laughs> Billy Eland, you know, I played with Kevin Durant there in yeah. Taiwan Lawson. So, uh, you know, you're, you're living in the dorm. It's, it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, you wake up, you see horses and cows and it's, it's really, <laughs> a lot, it's like farmland, but I mean, it, you're there for, for one reason and that's to do your work and, uh, and play ball. And it's not a prep school. It's not an extra year school. It's a boarding school. So it's, it's a four year school. Um, and, and there is regular students, you know, and, but if you're um, a regular student, it, you know, the tuition there is going to be, you know, extremely high. I mean, it's might 30,000 a year or something like that. Ooh, so. Woo. Yeah, so it's um, uh, it's a pretty pre prestigious school. Um, besides basketball as well, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a really good school with 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 great people. So, um, Oak Hill helped me um, tremendously transition into college. It was already like, um, it was already college playing at high school. You know, our travel schedule, like you mentioned, it was all over the country. We played in L.A., Oregon, um, Virginia, North Carolina, you know, you name it. So. Um, they definitely, you know, um, push it, position me, put me in a better position to succeed going to that next level. Man, that is tough. So, like, how did that, like, being in practices, going against KD at a young age, a fast speedster like Ty Lawson, you know, KD went to Texas, you went to, um, Ty Lawson went to UNC, KD went yeah. to Texas, of course you went to Syracuse. Like, how did they take your game to, once you walked up in the gym, did you was like, man, I'm here with some, with the heat. I got some talent here. Like this is gonna take me. I'm gonna have to go step my game up. Like what? What? What happened in those those moments? So you was like, man, I'm already prepared for this war. Although y'all was on teams, but I know practices were probably very intense. Oh no question. And and you know I was a confident dude, so I, I always went in there, um, you know, head held high, going in there, um, you know, ready to compete. You know, but seeing guys like Kevin Durant at that time, you know, back then six ten, you can handle it, shoot it like a guard that, you know, there weren't a lot of guys doing that. So, you know, mm -hmm. when I, when I first saw that, it was, uh, it was pretty amazing. And like you said, Ty Lawson, just fast, strong, athletic, uh, you know, knows how to control a game. Um, it, it, I mean, those practices, you know, were harder than the games we were playing in. Are you looking for abstract fluid art or resin art like no other? How about handcrafted jewelry or maybe hyperallergenic products? 
Well, look no further than Uniquely Design. We design and create all our products with you in mind. We are a metaphysical art business. Our products list contains acrylic abstract fluid paintings, resin art, chess boards, hamsa hand, incense holders, Oregon, pyramids and cones, chakra, Metatron cube plates, and ruins. Body oils for men and women. Not port and go. All in one butter can you be used from it can be used from head to toe, both male and female. Beard oil, hair growth serum, eyebrow, eyelash serum that can also be used on one's edges. Air freshener, body mist sprays. We make herbal infused tin as well as tea light candles. Our jewelry is all handcrafted by Synergy and not duplicated. Our jewelry line consists of men's and women's. And children's went order. Please contact 704-953-5456 or uniquely, that's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y-D-Z-I-G-N-E-D at gmail.com. And also follow Uniquely Design on IG, Instagram. And use the promo code RAWMIND and you will get a 10% discount off of any product. You know what I mean? I remember um, you know, me and Ty Lawson guarding each other. And then we had another guy, Jamont Gordon, who went to Mississippi State uh, and ended up having a great, great pro career. Um, you know, him and KD going at it, you know. So uh, a lot of different matchups. And then we get into the game, into the games. We, you know, beat teams by 30 and 35, 40 points. Um, so, so like I said, practice was, um, you know, the competition was, uh, was heavier than in the games, but, uh, it was, it was just a great overall experience, man. Um, you know, being able to go day in and day out, learn from coach Smith, you know, practice against those guys, compete against those guys. Uh, and then we're living in the dorm for, you know, seven months together. So, um, you know, to be able to, you know, uh, make those relationships and, um, experience that. Uh, it, it was pretty cool and, you know, still keep in touch with some of those guys and, um, you know, it was an awesome experience. So now I'm going to go to the, um, the slam magazine. Like once that happened, how that happened, like, let's take us through it. When you found out you're going to be on the slam magazine, like back then in those days, like slam magazine was the it magazine. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. it now, but I know like, that's like a dream come true type of you know, thing to be a part of that and among the elite basketball players. So, like, tell us about how that make you feel about being on the Slam magazine. Oh, yeah, it was incredible. Like you said, back then, it was it was the top of the top. Like, Slam was was it as far as high school basketball, and um, it, it was a part of that culture. So, uh, to be able to be a part of it and have that diary, it, it was pretty incredible. And I know a lot of people were going for that spot. It just so happened that, you know, my AAU coach, um, he reached out to me. He's like, Hey, these guys over at slam, they, they want to do a, uh, they want you to do the diary. So it just kind of came out of nowhere. And, uh, of course I wanted to do it. And then it was, um, the summer of the ABCD camp. I remember, you know, where all the campers were in the room and it was the guy mm -hmm. who was doing, it was the guy who talking, who was, who was doing slam. And, you know, he was like, Hey, our diary holder is in, is in here right now in the camp. And, you know, he looked over to me, everybody turned around. So that kind of put a target on my back for the rest of the camp. <laughs> you know, but, um, 
but it was cool because you know I did it throughout the whole my whole senior year at Oak Hill. Um, you know, I got to journal about being at Oak Hill, playing with KD, playing in those games, and um, all the way up until you know I, I went into Syracuse. So it was an awesome experience. You know, I have all those those issues at home, and um, it, it's definitely something that I'll cherish because it was a uh, a pretty special thing to be a part of. Man, so never gonna go to the the beauty and we're gonna even get even in more detail with it later in the show. Um the beauty of going to Syracuse. How did that happen? What was the choices on the line and what led you to choose Syracuse? Yeah, well I'm from Michigan, so originally, you know, Michigan State, Michigan, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to stay in state. I was, you know, probably top player in the state of Michigan. Um, you know, during my time there. I actually committed to Michigan State early on my sophomore year, uh, but I decommitted because I went to a Syracuse game Michigan when they played Michigan State, and that was kind of what piqued my interest of, of going to Syracuse. So I remember decommitting from Michigan State. You know, my coach called Syracuse, you know, Syracuse, Coach Beheim, Coach Troy Weaver at the time, who's now a uh, general manager at, um, I believe, I want to say Oklahoma City. I may be wrong, but um, – or no, excuse me, Detroit. He's a general manager of Detroit Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they flew down to Detroit, watched me practice, and, and offered me a scholarship right there, and that was kind of it. You know, but before then, it was Florida, Michigan State, Michigan. Um, you know, I had Louisville, North Carolina. So, you know, some of the better schools uh, in the country. But, you know, Syracuse, some about that pace and the style of play. You know, obviously seeing Melo and G-Mac and Hakeem and Billy Elin, Josh Pace, those guys, that was the yeah. – that was the national championship year. So, this episode is sponsored today by Call First Class Life Insurance, where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family. We offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change. Call 704 650 8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. Um, you know, that stuck in my head, and, and it was it fit me. It fit my style and how I wanted to play. Um, and and that's really how it happened. You know, it was just a, if I wouldn't have went to that Michigan State game, you know, it might not ever happen. I might be at Michigan State, but it worked out for me. Man, it's pretty cool, like, for that moment in time. See, that's why I be saying time is everything because that moment in time led you to actually go to Syracuse. Like, if that didn't happen, like you said, you've been at Michigan State. So, um, like, like you know, for me being from North Carolina, they say, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, Ed, you know, they say North Carolina is the hoop state. But give me a little bit about hooping in Michigan. You know, I'm pretty sure you heard a lot about North Carolina. But, like, give me, like, yeah. the lifestyle of hooping in Michigan. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm in New York now, so you know, New York, yeah. they 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 gonna claim that, you know, New York City gonna claim that all day, <laughs> right, right. But but no, growing up in Michigan, unbelievable competition. You know, you got Tri Cities. I'm from Bay City. Then you got Saginaw, Flint, um, and then obviously Detroit, and then they got Grand Rapids, uh, Muskegon. So growing up, I had uh, you know a lot of good players: Chris Douglas, Roberts, uh, Wilson Chandler, mm-hmm. uh, Jabari Curry. Um, uh, who else was there? Uh, but then, like me growing up, watching guys Jason Richardson, DeAndre Hewlett, uh, right. you know Calvin Torbert, Alou Famitimi, like these were all these were McDonald's All Americans. So you know mm. the talent the talent pool in Michigan 
um, was strong. And so I was always used to playing against high level guys. And then, you know, obviously transitioned to Oak Hill. Um, you know, it didn't take a lot for me to get used to because it was already, um, the competition was already there growing up in Michigan. So I think Michigan is, uh, is a hard nose, like guys get after it. Like it's not, not a finesse, like maybe on the right. West coast, they might be a little bit more finesse. Um, but we're, we're at you. Like, you know, we like the contact. We like to get in your face. You like to talk a little bit. Um, and, and, and that's something that, uh, I think guys pride themselves on, you know, coming from Michigan. Man, that's pretty cool. So, like, tell us about the life of Syracuse and, like, being a part of Jim Behind, getting to know him, getting closer, you know, being a part of that matchup zone. I'm pretty sure, like, you, you're very close, which I know now over time, and I always knew over time. You always been extremely close to um, Coach Beheim, like you are now. But, like, those times as a youth, as the player, <laughs> Ed, compared to, you know, now doing a lot of things, like, how was Jim? Was pretty much the same? Was, like, how should I put it, like, you know, his, his coach philosophy, what did he instill in you during those times? And now he's probably like the only, since Coach K about to retire, he's probably going to be like the only legendary coach left. I mean, I ain't going to just say him, but with all due respect, but like, just tell us the time of you playing with him. Yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously different, you know, you know, when I was playing to now, um, you know, you know, it was, it was business when I was playing, you know what I mean? It's, um, he wants to win games and, and we're both highly, two highly competitive people, you know, so we, we bumped heads sometimes, but it was all for the, for the same, um, same goal, you know, so he really let me play my game and do my thing. Um, and, and that's a big reason why I chose, you know, he lets you kind of, uh, play through mistakes and, um, he wasn't a guy to just, you know, pull you out right away. He had trust in you. He had confidence in you. And, um, that's what helped me, you know, have a really good career there at Syracuse. And, you know, he taught me, a lot about being patient, you know, in situations in crunch time, being able to stay, you know, poised and keep your composure. He was always like that in the huddle. He was always able to draw up a play where um, you'd get you a shot, you know, in the last seconds of the game or um, out of bounds play uh, at a crucial time, whatever it may be. So uh, he definitely instilled that in me, having patience, being being um, poised and having composure. Uh, and then, you know, out of college, I mean, you know, I, I'm really close with both his sons, Jimmy and Buddy, uh, and, and really the whole family. He shot lights out today, this year. Good God. No doubt. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's what he does. That's his job. But If you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND. And use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. No, I'm close with them. And, um, you know, I've, I've gotten to co know Coach, uh, you know, better over the years. I'm over at the house all the time. So um, he's a guy that I'm happy to have in my corner. And, and he supports me at whatever I do. And, just lucky to have that family behind me and, and support me. So I'm going to ask you what I call a raw thought question. Like, you know, I know it was a moment that I had a picture that I put up the other day. Like, that moment where I think you hit a big shot to win the game. Like, take me through that one moment and also take me through a time at Syracuse where you had an intense practice with some of the players. I know you played with Jenny Flynn and I want to say some other guys too as well. But, like, take me through two moments of those raw thought moments where you hit that big shot and everybody was on you, you know, what was your feeling in you? And then, you know, an intense moment in, in, a, in a Syracuse practice. 
Yeah, so, well, the moment where, you know, I guess you kind of, when I hit the shot and jumped on the scores table, it was just straight passion, emotion, um, you know, all that hard work, all that sweat, blood, and tears built up in, in that one moment. And, um, you know, to be able to have it against your rival in UConn, you know, on ESPN in the Big East Tournament, uh, in Madison Square Garden, you know, the best place to play in the world. Uh, you know, you got to take that opportunity when you can. And it, it wasn't planned. It was just something that happened. It was a reaction. And, um, you know, it was an awesome feeling to be able to uh, be up there with your teammates and experience that. And then obviously having it not count, but then being able to come back six over times later and, and get the victory, a game that somebody or everybody is going to, you know, talk about, um, you know, as we go on years and years and years later, it's um, something that will, you know, always be there in Madison Square Garden. You know, they got the jerseys up there. And um, if you go, you know, up top in Madison Square Garden for that game, and uh, it's something that's stamped, it's legitimate. And, um, the, you know, as far as the practice goes, you know, I've had plenty, every single practice got intense. You know, I mean, myself, Johnny Flynn, you know, Andy Rollins, Paul Harris, uh, who else? Uh, a couple walk ons, Justin Thomas, like, those guys were, were going at it. So, you know, I, you know, when you're going hard, you're going to bump heads sometimes. And I've got into it on several occasions with Johnny or Paul. And it's just the nature of the beast. You know what I'm saying? Like when you compete and then you um, love love doing what you're doing, um, it's going to happen. And uh, Coach Bam loved it because he knew that guys were just competing hard and getting after it. So, um, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is when I'm playing. I had a crumb. One of my guys, he said, "Yeah, it was a real deal at Oak Hill in Syracuse." That's my main man, but uh, <laughs> he, he, you, he, man. A, <laughs> that's my guy right there. Um, let me see what I got. So I can take that off. So, um, now I'm gonna go to like the the community and what you was doing, man. Like right now, you're doing some dope things in the community, helping out these kids, training, and and doing stuff now in your Syracuse area. I'm pretty sure that is home, pretty much to you. Because, like, yeah. tell the viewers how you feel about community. Because we have a lot of people in different communities, even in my town. You know, we all have a passion for community. And I know you have a passion for where you're at. And, you know, is it differences no matter the city or still, like, the same approach that you use to building a community? I see a lot of you guys, like your little friends, who like to floss your mouth out, you know. So, you know, like to floss and have the, the, the sparkling, whether it's fronts or your teeth. Well, go to Shaq's teeth whitening, man. He got you. And let me tell you. He's the number one. I mean the number one. Teeth, gem, jeweler, diamonds, gems, whatever you want to say, however you say it in your own language, he got you. He makes that diamond in your mouth shine bright like a diamond. That's right. He makes it shine bright like a diamond. And he has all type of gems and diamonds that go right in your mouth. So instead of using the French, why not put some, some real sparkling diamonds in your mouth? And it makes your teeth even shine even more. And he also does teeth whitening to well. Like he does 30 minutes and he does hour services as well. Use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right. Use the promo code RAWMIND and you'll get a discount. And he usually use those services for at least once a month. That's right. You got 30 minute service that can last once a month and you got an hour service that can last once a month. We can even go more. But at the same time, the more and more you come, the brighter and brighter you'll be. And then you'll have teeth looking just like me. Also give Shaq the jeweler a call at 252. 544 6052. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it all starts with community. I think when, you know, you're doing well in your community and your community does well, then that kind of um, spreads out, you know, to other communities and, and so on and so forth. But, 
um, you know, Syracuse has been great to me. I mean, they supported me since I've got here um, until this day. And I'm lucky enough to have that Syracuse uh, basketball platform where, you know, I can put stuff out there and, and, and it can happen and we can make it happen, get it together. Um, you know, knowing a lot of people in Syracuse that um, can support and help these events that we have in the community for the kids and uh, just want to give back, man. That's what it's about. I think um, the more you try to help out others, um, you know, the more other people will try to do the same and, and, and be inspired and motivated by your acts of kindness or whatever it is, you know. So um, it's important to me to be able to give back, especially to the kids. Uh, I think nowadays the kids really have it harder than anyone because, you know, they're going through a lot of stuff and um, they're not equipped to handle it mentally as, as, as much as, you know, we are um, as adults. So to be able to kind of give them, a, 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 you know, a roadmap of, you know, what to do and how to do it and how to go about things, it's, it's, it's important to do. I think it's the most important work that you can do, you know. So, uh, again, just want to give back to a community that's, it's always been there for me and I'm going to continue to do it. And, you know, I think each event has kind of grown and, um, you know, gained a little bit more attention and, and helped a little bit more people. So uh, we're going to keep trying to build on that. And I know you did last year sometime, like a, a, a it was a story on you from ESPN. And like, tell a little bit about that before I get into the next topic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah. David Hale, he's, he's an awesome man. He's a writer for ESPN and he reached out to me. I was just doing, a bunch of different videos during the pandemic as far as ball handling drills and footwork drills and things like that. Um, you know, putting them out on Instagram and Twitter and um, just hopefully kids will, will take them and, and do them by themselves. It'll help parents out. And I got a lot of, you know, messages from parents and kids just thanking them, thanking me for, you know, helping their kids do something, getting them out the house, giving them, you know, something to stay active with and, and mm -hmm. you know, helping, helping people out during a time when it wasn't a lot going on, you know, and they did, and David, you know, he, he saw that, he reached out, he, he wrote a really, really awesome story about it. And, um, you know, it's, again, it's just, you know, people, um, you know, seeing, seeing those acts of kindness and, and they're sharing that and, and, you know, that goes on to the next person and hopefully they do the same thing, you know, so just kind of, once you do something, you hopefully it spreads and, um, you know, people can carry it on. Man, that's that's pretty cool. So now um I'm gonna go to what I've seen a lot of now. Like recently you have created a podcast of Syracuse alone. Uh -huh. Like tell me how did that happen and, and like you have so many stories up there. So like how how well how how much have you really like enjoyed that going around, like actually being able to talk talk to Syracuse alone? Y'all have like a deeper connection because y'all all played under Bayheim. Y'all yeah. have this connection where like y'all can like be yourselves and raw. Like I feel like your platform is like we really can be what it is in those moments. You done had a lot of alum there. So like tell me what made you create like that podcast for Syracuse. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, a couple of guys, Jeff Goodman and Rob Douster, who are college basketball writers um, and analysts, and they reached out to me. They start, started the network field of 68 and then. They're getting a bunch of college, you know, alum um, together, you know, to, to interview their their former teammates, former coaches, whatever it may be, uh, and just kind of talk about old stories, old games, uh, you know, moments with the coach, you know, all the untold stories that, you know, the, the general fan might not have heard of, um, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, but, you know, having us being uh, coach under Bayhead, we have a lot of similarities and a lot of um, funny, funny stories to share. So I think. Uh, you know, obviously the Qs, they support 100% all the time and I got a lot of great feedback from that, having all those 
those guys on and, um, you know, old fans reminiscing about the stories that we're telling and, and things like that. So uh, it's been cool, man. It, it's been cool. And, um, you know, going to try to continue to do some different things. Uh, I got some different stuff in the works as far as that goes as well. Uh, so, so we'll see what happens. I can't wait. I can't wait. So now I see like you have a shirt that says brand elite. So like, is that your brand or something? So like, tell me no, about this, it. No, this, oh. uh, no, one of my friends, man, I actually went to Oak Hill with, uh, this is, this is her brand that she, uh, okay. she, she sent me a shirt. So shout out, shout out to her Tiki. Her name is she's in, she's in Atlanta. Um, yeah, she's doing a, a, a awesome job with her brand. Okay, okay. So now, um, now you know I'm gonna ask you the raw questions now about basketball. Right now, I'm gonna get you pick your brain. Um, how do you feel about the finals this year? You know, how do you feel, and what do you feel about the injuries? Do you really think the injuries? One of the biggest questions I have on a lot of our podcasts is that some people feel like the injuries played a huge part in these teams getting to the championship. But I know injuries are a part of the game; it comes with yeah. it. Do you feel? How do you feel about the finals overall? Who you think will win and? And also what I just said about the injuries. Yeah, well, you said injuries are going to happen. You know, if, if, you know, Kawhi doesn't get injured or, uh, you know, Jalen Brown doesn't get injured for the South. I mean, yeah, obviously things might have been different, but it's a part of the game. Things happen and, and you got to continue to play. Uh, I think it's been a, a, a great playoffs. I think it's it's been good to see different teams get in the mix. You know, uh, with Milwaukee and Phoenix, these are two teams who haven't seen the finals in who knows how long. You know, right. and obviously with, with LeBron and Steph not being in the finals, that's a story in itself. So um, I think it's good to have that mix of, of different teams in there. It makes it fun. It makes it good for the NBA, good for the league. And um, I love the story with, with uh, you know, Monty Williams and Chris Paul and, and the Phoenix Suns, you know, having those good young guys, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, um, you know, and, and all those other good role players stepping up. So, uh, I, I said I said Phoenix was going to win in six. I mean, I, just, I like I said, I love the Chris Paul story. I love, you know, Monty had coached him when he came into the league. Now he's coaching him, you know, going into his, what is it, I don't know, 16th year or whatever it is. So, um, they still got work to do, but, you know, I, I'm picking the Suns in six. Oh, man. So, um, I'm going to ask a raw question right here. Do we see... Do we see you, Eric, coaching soon? You know what? If the, oppor <laughs> if the opportunity comes about, I'm definitely going to check it out and look at it. Uh, you know, right now, I've, I kind of like the freedom that I got to just do what I want to do as far as, you know, I do a lot of different camps. Like, August is packed for me in the camps and, um, you know, a lot of tr group trainings and, and individual one-on-one -on -one workouts every day. So, um, I'm liking that freedom. I'm liking helping the kids and, you know, they really take to it and, um, you know, I think I, I relate well with the kids, but again, you know, if the opportunity comes about where it's a comfortable and a, a position that, you know, where I could, you know, grow and, and, um, go into something bigger then definitely want to look into it. Oh man, that's great. So like, before we get off and uh, let you go, I know you're a busy man. Um, what is something that you want people to know about Eric Devendorf and who you are, the person and who you are? basketball outside of basketball that they might don't even know i mean outside of ball just lay back good dude i mean uh you know treat people with respect loving and caring i mean a, a good father you know takes care of his kids um and, and just um you know is a hard worker wants to wants to put other people in position to succeed and um you know by um you know helping out these kids trying to inspire and motivate them to 
you know, do things for others when they get older. You know, hopefully they can they kind of can see what what we're doing and what we have going on, and and also you know bringing other people in, you know, helping out these kids, and, and now they can kind of you know do stuff on their own as far as if they want to you know take their their own and do their own business or whatever it might be. So um, just helping people, loving each other, uh, you know, taking care of the family. Well, I'll tell you what, you're doing a great job out there in the CAQ's community because I see a lot of stuff you do all the time. And I'm just honored and I appreciate you coming on the show through your busy schedule. And it means a lot to me. So I'm pretty sure it definitely does. And it's going to mean a lot to the viewers that's watching the show. So I appreciate that, man. And um, I don't even know what else to say. I, I'm just, I think I'm done now. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. It's, it's all love. I appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, good luck to you um, and continue success going forward, man. Thanks, man. With that being said, there's raw thoughts from Eric Demendorf, alum of Syracuse University, basketball, Orange Man. And you guys have a great day, great night, great morning, whatever time you listen to this episode.